friends, you have now entered the Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper, a podcast where we talk mostly about sports, but sometimes we mix in some other fun topics and conversations. So sit back and join us on this episode of the Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the uh, the podcast here. It's another episode with... Okay, do you? We got to come up. Uh, is it Doctor Shepke? Is it Logan? Doctor Logan? <laughs> what? We got. We got to stick with one. One over. One. I've been calling right. you Doctor Logan. So that works. That, does that work? That okay. is great with me. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I feel like it's a little too professional for you. No offense, too professional <laughs> for you when it's Doctor Shepke. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, Logan's too casual. So why don't we just like combine it a little? Perfect. Bit, if perfect. you're good with that. Yeah, so, yeah. Doctor Logan from <laughs> from Shepke Chiropractic, who's about to be uh, a daddy here pretty soon too so this might be the last one before you become a dad i believe i'm hoping it is yeah, yeah. dan thanks for having me back and uh, yeah we are hoping that we have um 13 days now until the due date and mm-hmm. yeah it's been a lot of getting the car seat in the car oh yeah I, <laughs> there was a late night last week of like really late midnight i was in the garage practicing putting the car seat in taking it out putting it mm-hmm. in the stroller things like that so Getting that seatbelt tight in the yeah. back and <laughs> putting your knee in the car seat sort of thing so it's, like, not exactly. moving. Because I don't know, like, if, where you'll be going uh, to, to have the birth in that. But if I know, like, when we were leaving the hospital for ours, they were like, you ain't leaving until this car seat is, like, not moving. Secure. Yeah, secured. Yeah, yeah. And, and they had people coming out and checking it. So that was, like, one of the hardest things for me, like, to fit your hand behind there and try to get that thing. It was... Yeah, it was not fun. Yeah. I got it down to a T now, but he doesn't use it anymore. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's starting to hit pumped. you though a little bit. Yeah, the, a little bit more, you know. And really, what I'm I'm obviously uh, nervous for the the whole labor part, mm-hmm. um, and and mom and baby boy coming out healthy. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, then it's just keeping him alive, right? So that seems pretty basic, and I'm, I'm, I have no experience with this, so I don't mean to offend anybody. I'm sure it'll be super difficult, but my biggest concern is when he gets to be, like, one and a half, two years old, and he starts to understand me, and then um, I've been telling a lot of patients this, but I start projecting all my views on the world into him, and he ruining his pristine little hard drive. And <laughs> you know, It's weird. Like, I've been with, he's my boy, Hudson's going to be six next month, but it's kind of like, I've have to realize a little bit too it's like that dude is absorbing everything <laughs> and i'm like i'm like was i like that when i was in kindergarten you know and i'm like okay i really got to be careful with some you know not not yeah. in a negative way but you know just like you know like before you were a kid you can maybe like drop a cuss word or something right. like that and then all of a sudden you got this kid repeating it. it's like well dang i better oops <laughs> you know he really is paying attention yeah. to everything out there yeah sort of thing but you're right on the keeping him alive thing too. Like I was afraid. Like my wife reminded me the other day. It's like I didn't want to hold him right away because I was afraid. Like I was going to hurt him. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, that sort of thing. Right. And not, I'm not trying to be like mean or rude. I was just I was concerned. Like I wasn't going to hold him right or something was was I was going to mess up something. Right. Because I, you know, I've never that was my first one. That's my only one. So that's probably I. I don't know if you'll be the same way as me, but that was. I think I held them like maybe once or twice yeah. in the hospital. Yeah, sure. And I didn't even want to cut the umbilical cord. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because I've got a lot of people asking, oh, are you going to adjust them right away? And yeah, that that is, that has been my goal. But also it's, 
I mean, if he needs it, right? Because mm-hmm. it is a traumatic experience. But a, this seems a little bad, but adjusting someone else's kid versus your own, I feel like there's going to be some dynamic oh, yeah. dynamic there that I'm not ready for. Right. Yep. You know? I so got to imagine can, you're probably going to be a little bit more nervous with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can say, oh, yeah, I'll I'll hold him and adjust him and all that. But mm-hmm. you know, it speaking, may look different. Speaking of that, has, like, adjustments for young ones been something newer, like, in the last... 10 years or something like that because i feel like when i was younger or you know we didn't hear like i went i've been to the chiropractor since oh gosh maybe middle school elementary school but it's like for younger ones and i think we kind of touched on a little bit in one of our other episodes but like for that has that been like a newer i don't want to say phase because that's not the right word but you know what i'm kind of yeah yeah like implemented more yeah uh, in the field i think part of it's got to be because it's grown Mm -hmm. and, and become more um uh socially accepted chiropractic has um so i think that's probably a big part of that Mm -hmm. is you just have it occurring more often now um i think i was adjusted pretty young i was pretty colicky baby Mm -hmm. um so i was my parents did bring me in but i i I just have a feeling there's a lot more more chiropractors around Mm -hmm. um and there's more of a Maybe like more of a knowledge of it, uh, the benefits yeah, of that a yeah, little bit, sort of yeah, like right. the colicky thing that that you kind of mentioned, right? Exactly. You know? Yeah, torticollis stuff, things like that. Because that's where we took our Hudson went early on when he was a little one before that same reason. Sure. Yeah. You know, because my wife had heard like, hey, chiropractors could help that. Yeah. A little bit there too. So maybe it's just more people kind of under learning a little bit more about it too. Yeah, and it may be more um, as as the the field has grown and the population of chiropractors has grown. Uh, more specification has been needed in mm-hmm. order to find your niche in the field and, and be successful. So there's been that diversification into like, hey, I'm prenatal and and uh, infant. Mm-hmm. That's what I specialize in. So there's more of those types of chiropractors around. That mm-hmm. could be part of it too. Right. Because now we've got three or four in town that are like very much so pushing that that's what they, mm-hmm. that's the population they want to work on. Just right. like I like working with golfers and right and the like athletes that. and yeah, all yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff yeah right and that's because of your background though too right i mean that's yeah, right where you're a lot of your soccer background and field high was it lacrosse yeah, yeah, there yeah, too yeah, yeah, yeah i saw the picture there i know we talked about that too but yeah it's the one thing i'm jealous of that i never got to try yeah lacrosse so <laughs> every year goes by that i don't like play a game or whatever and then the fear of if I was ever to play again, getting beat up in it and just mm-hmm. looking like a fool grows. <laughs> yeah. So it's a good memory. I don't know if I could ever get back now. You know, a couple of years ago I thought, oh, I'll find a league and play as like there's men's hockey leagues mm-hmm. and stuff. Right. I don't know if I could keep up with the men's lacrosse, but it was a good memory. <laughs> yeah. At least you got to try it. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I mean, a lot of people, hey, maybe that kind of transitions into this because, you know, one of the, uh, a lot of our episodes that when we've talked to, we've talked about like motivation or, or, you know, what drives you, mm-hmm, you know, those mm-hmm. sort of, and it's been really good convos and like in-depth conversations and kind of taking us, you know, down some interesting roads and such Yeah, a little bit there too. And that's kind of what, you know, Logan and I were kind of you know, give it a little background, I uh, think yeah, here, kind yeah. of talking back and forth. And we kind of want to do a little bit more of that, uh, you know, kind of conversation and even hear from, from others uh, out there. You know, with that same background, like business leaders or right. or owners or something like that, their drive or their motivation and Absolutely. that sort of thing. So, you know, 
with that, you know, maybe that's and we can kind of do a little bit in ours, but you know that uh, that drive to actually try something new, right? Because yeah, yeah, you know, lacrosse. I don't know about Memorial, but that wasn't a sport that wasn't offered when I was in high school. Correct. Uh, in Eau Claire either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like to actually have that, I guess, courage, motivation to, to, to try that, something completely brand new, mm-hmm. right? Not a lot of people have that. You know, might be a little too nervous to, to do that or to, let's face it, scared. Yeah. Yeah. To, to try something like that. So I guess for, for you... Do you always have those? Do you, have you had ever had those concerns? I mean, have you always been a person that's always been willing to try new things? I mean, dude, you go out to Colorado, you know, elk hunting, you know, you do it the hard way too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you know, it's it's not the easy way. I shouldn't say easy way, but you know, you know, yeah. you're on the public, you're walking around and and doing it that. So, I mean, has that always been something in in kind of your makeup that you have been a guy that has been willing to try new things, or has there been some obstacles where you kind of have to? talk yourself up a little bit to, to try that yeah that's a great question there's probably a couple ways I could answer that my wife would say and my parents would probably say well I was just restless and mm-hmm. silly <laughs> for, to, to use a kind word and just uh, couldn't sit still um, and I think actually that's there's there's a topic there the restless can't, can't sit still um, mm-hmm. distracted mindset that Sometimes it takes to be branching out into new avenues of, like, if it's a small business or, you know, diversifying your portfolio, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, the other thing, too, because you are start you have your own business, too, which takes right. a lot of, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so you're a little bit more courageous than me, I'll just tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, be, yeah. Um, I guess, well, it's a, it's a mixture of, of wanting to do your own thing and not wanting to be told what to do. I mm-hmm. think that's part of it too. I, that was a big concern with me with uh, wanting to start my own office was, I don't know if we've touched on this, but I didn't want to be, if there was something that a patient needed, I didn't want the, the company line or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. How we treated people as a, as a company, the company that I worked for, I didn't want that to dictate how I was going to treat. So mm-hmm. that was a big part of it for me, for my business, as an example there. Right. Um, and that makes yeah. complete sense. Yeah. 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 And that still kind of, I think, relates to, you know, maybe you, I mean, you you kind of blaze your own path, right? Yeah. Like, I, I think mean, that's important. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there's a lot of things in your past that direct you towards making those decisions, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, starting, a, you know, starting to get into property uh, or like even if it's just flipping houses and just having a right. little bit more control over your own right. future. I think that's probably, if it had to come down to one thing, it's it's in my hands at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's tons of things that can go wrong. It's why I don't love roller coasters. I have zero control there, Right, which is silly because an airplane, it feels like I have more control. Well, maybe I can steer myself on the way down to the ground if I if the plane breaks right. apart and I'm you know, I don't know. But right. planes don't bug me, but roller coasters do. I have zero control in but both. But I feel like there's a perceived amount a higher level of it in an airplane. I don't know. And that's kind of I think I, that's kind of the mind because I was just asked this. I was uh, talking to my uh or talking to a third grade class the other day. It was my old third grade teacher. Nice. Uh and one of the questions was why do you like sports? And one of the answers I always give, it's like, it's something you can control while you're playing, right? Kind of like if you're an individual, 
you can control it or it's it's a it's a way you know for me it was an escape from from a lot of things too whether it was just picking up a basketball and shooting in a driveway or something like that right but it's like you can kind of control if you're on a golf course it's just you right you're mm-hmm. you're controlling mm-hmm. it if you know it, a lot i know it's a lot of indiv- individualized sports or something like that but if you're on a basketball team and you're at the free throw line you're the one that's controlling that yeah and i think that's a, it kind of relates a lot to sports in that aspect truly truly and yeah. kind of goes with your background there a little bit too with soccer and and lacrosse yeah yeah and, and golf it, too no <laughs> and golf too yeah 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 and it is what you what you make of it right and mm-hmm. and the energy you put in and really actually successful people in uh in an employee role for companies have that autonomy as well i think mm-hmm. because if you you can just do the basics and do your job clock out and go home or you can put in that extra work and that shows and then you can have that success in a company if you want it mm-hmm. um so we all have that autonomy in whatever we're uh pursuing in life yeah. but it's easier to it's you know in a sense it's easier when you own your own business because i know hey if i don't get some ads out and and spread do some marketing um I won't see the returns where if I just put in that half hour extra every day, I can mm-hmm. get there. And would you kind of relate on that too with, with the drive and motivation part of it? I mean, it takes a little bit of courage to like, you know, for let's say like this, because, you yeah, know, you're, yeah. you're partnering up with us here right, a little bit. Right. But that still takes, you know, the courage and, 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 and the drive like, okay, this is a risk though too, right? Because you are investing in that. And you are, you know, kind of mm-hmm. that control part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're maybe taking a little bit of the control away from you, right. in an essence, a little yeah, bit yeah. at that point. But it's that, you know, it, it's, a, it's a fine line, I feel like, too, with, like, confidence and, you know, like, hey, it's going to work. Or, you know, kind of putting your success in somebody or, you know, some success in somebody else, other other person's hands a little bit. Yeah, that's a, and that's a big one, too. Yeah. You have to be able to do that. You have mm-hmm. to be able to trust other people to manage that. Trust. That's the word I was trying to think yeah. of. Yeah. To trust that part of, of what they do. Mm-hmm. This is what they, this is, you do this, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know what I'm doing here, but <laughs> <laughs> but you do. So that's awesome. We have to, you see, you have to lay off these things and let go a little bit and give that trust to people, which mm-hmm. is a, a key. Where do you think your your drive and your motivation kind of started like where who was an influence on that would you say your parents or would it would it go somewhere else i mean where do you think you you got that because you know compared to a lot of people you do have a lot more drive you do have a lot more motivation uh than 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 a lot of people out there you start you have your own business you you go out to colorado and you do all kind you try you know new sports and that you're you're going to be a first time dad you know you're you you go out there and you do all these these new stuff where do you think that where that where did that part of you come from? Do you think, or was a big motivating factor uh, yeah. for you? Yeah, great question. I think I think a lot of it comes to acting, actually acting on the those impulses because I feel like we all have those impulses, mm-hmm. and then you, whether or not you take that first step and just do it, mm-hmm. yeah, it always starts with that first step of just go, um, uh, put put a foot forward. And I think that does come from my parents. Probably if I think back, um, they were always moving, always moving, mm-hmm. and. Uh, my dad tried out some different little side hustles. You know, we did, we had a countertop business once. Um, he's had a couple of properties that we've renovated and stuff like that. Uh, my mom has pushed, 
she was stay at home mom for a while. Then she started with a new company, and now she's on the exec board at this at this hospital. And so they just kept pushing forward and, and driving for that. Uh, you know, actually, I would say my parents are have, and maybe it comes with experience through life. Mm-hmm. They are more. I don't know if detail oriented is the right word, but they're a little bit. Uh, almost well, my mom certainly is more perfectionist mm-hmm. based. She's yep. just like she's incredible. <laughs> she the, the way that she can just like hone in on tasks and make sure that they are done perfectly. That's a big one. But yeah, it probably came from my parents and just seeing mm-hmm. them always on the move, always pushing and they pushed my sister and I a bunch to to succeed and and uh you know, like if I think back key phrase was work hard now so you can play hard later. Mm. And that made a lot of sense to me cuz I love we all love playing. I love right. you know, just playing like like a game. You right. get, you got to put in the time at practice and work hard at practice. Don't slack off at practice. So that in the game you can have fun and actually succeed in a game. It's really it's kind of funny and ironic you just mentioned that because I'll go back to when it was just this past Friday when I was visiting that class, yeah. my third grade teacher, and and that's kind of where it. I, I'll I'll admit it, like my drive or passion kind of opened up for for like sports because you know Mr. Waller he was he was all time quarterback at recess for us, and that's kind of where I like started to really like football and playing sports because he would get us involved in that way and it's funny you said the work hard play hard thing because that was actually something he was teaching his kids i was listening to a little bit of their lesson and a lot of it is like you know they'll do because i remember all these to this is almost 30 years ago when i was in third grade but i remember this too like he was uh doing this football game with them and he was doing a basketball game it was like a papa shot thing but in order to for them to participate they had to work on the math so yeah. it was like a math lesson. Yeah. And he'd throw out some math problems. You got it right, you got to play. You That's know, cool. you got to play hoops. And it was that work to play yep. mindset Absolutely. there. You want to play football at recess here? You know, he's like, everybody assumes we, all we do is play games, but we work to play those games. Yep. And the, the way I that you kind of just, yeah, and and just kind of listening to that, I'm like, dang, that's still like almost 30 years ago, that same thought process. Because, yeah, there was times in third grade, you know, I remember like, hey, I didn't get to play because I didn't put it into work. Right, you know, you right. Know, that sort of thing. Yeah, that was the reward. It's not that they're goofing off and playing all the time; they're doing the work behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And because of that, too, he was telling me their their third, his third grade class is at a. They're teaching sixth grade math right now. Wow. That's and awesome. I'll be honest with you: if he's listening to this, the math problem he put on the board, I yeah. had no idea what the answer was. <laughs> yeah. I was actually yeah. looking at the kids because I was really hoping he wasn't going to ask me what the answer was. Yeah. So I was looking at their whiteboards when they were writing it down. I'm like, where's the majority at? You know, yeah, with that yeah, number. Because yeah. I, was, I was awful at math, and I'm awful at math. But it's like – but and I think that's one thing too. It's like for, for the motivating part is like – especially when it goes to, to school, the topics like – I feel like I would have been better at math or more involved in math if it was – related in a way that would have you know got me interested in absolutely it. you know and instead of just going through a textbook and doing that because math was my worst one but if it was like hey joey's batting average is like 330 yeah, yeah. you know how did it get there was it 17 divided by you know s- stuff like that yeah relating it in a sense like that and that's where i thought you know mr waller again putting it in that perspective in that way it makes it enjoyable to do it that way but that's kind of where my drive in that you know, started off that way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be relatable. That makes, that's awesome that he's doing that. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. And, you know, he kind of was joking around. He's like, everybody thinks that we goof around and play, but when you actually see the work behind it, it's mm-hmm. like, 
And it was like 90% of those kids got that math problem right. Cool. And they were going up cool. there and shooting baskets. Yeah. I wouldn't have been one of them. No. Because I <laughs> got it wrong. <laughs> I actually ended time, up. Dan. <laughs> I actually texted my buddy who's a math teacher, a sixth grade math teacher. And I said, and I couldn't remember the exact problem. I'm like, okay, it's got these numbers and this was the answer. Yeah. And then he rattled it <laughs> off. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know how you guys got to that, but that was the answer. So... But, you know, and it's different, like, kind of going back to the question, like, where that kind of, you know, it was your parents and, you know, kind of, you know, taught. for me, it would probably go back to, like, school and just kind of like, okay. And at the, it's one of those things, too, and I don't know if it's the same as you. You don't realize it at the time until you look back. It's like, oh, that was the moment or those were the times Absolutely. where, you know, like, it wasn't until maybe a while ago. I'm like, oh, yeah, it was probably third grade when I realized that's when that passion started to to drive or, or to open up yeah you know? or and then mine was probably just like you know i didn't and this isn't a knock on anybody in my in my family or anything like that but you know it wasn't i was first one to go to college mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know i was the first and maybe that was part of my drive was right. to be that first one absolutely absolutely yeah like i wanted to be that first person to do it and accomplish that and kind of have that you know uh title or, or something yeah. attached to it as, totally. as might sound bad but that's kind of was my motivation like yep. i don't want to be the first one there i want to actually have a career not have a job you know because right. i like a lot of my uh people in my family they had jobs i wouldn't call them careers maybe besides my aunt but you know yeah they yeah. didn't go to school or get that career and that was kind of my driving force too uh, a little bit there too so kind of different in, in a little bit where I wanted to be the first to do this or, uh, you know, I saw this and I'm like, I, I don't want to go that route. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I actually had a teacher doubt me and that was kind of a, a chip on my shoulder too. Yeah. I had a chemistry teacher one, and this isn't a knock, but I was doing a test or I went to her and uh, I think it was a makeup thing and it was, I don't know what we're talking about. And I said, well, I got to fill out college applications. And her <laughs> instant response was to a trade school, right? Nice. And... And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but no, the, just the fact that she, the way she said it, and as quick as she said it, and just the narrow mindedness, I'm like, mm-mm, yep, nope, I'm not doing that. You know, that was, that was just kind of a, an internal motivation for me. It's like, and I still remember that. How many years later? Yeah, she's not teaching anymore, but yeah, you know, yeah, but, but she was also one of those teachers where I struggled in her class too. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that's really cool, and it, and it probably is one of those things that you're like, well, kind of like. Thank you for saying that because look mm-hmm. at what I look at what look at where I am. Right. right? Look at what I did and, and mm-hmm. all that. But yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. I like that. Yeah. So I think, you know, that drive and, and that's where I'd like to hear from other people listening to this too. Yeah. Whether you are a business owner or maybe you are living your dream. You know, you don't have to be mm-hmm. a business owner to nope. be living your dream or anything like that. But what what does drive you? You yeah, know, you what what does drive you? What does your motivate way up you? To a, position that you wanted in a mm-hmm. or whatever it is that yeah mm-hmm. what was it or maybe there was a specific thing you know you hear athletes say well he plays with a chip on his shoulder because he wasn't mm-hmm. a high draft pick and that's his motivation or yep. you know like everybody's assuming rogers is going to play well with the jets because the packers dissed him you know right, that, that right. chip on his shoulder right. you know I, i'd be curious to hear from other people what in positions that they are in right now what did drive them or what is that motivating factor for them to get where they're at or still going on right now yeah because i don't know if if you're like like i the question i the you when you get asked where do you see yourself in five years i hate that question mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because i don't want an end result you know so true i'm so glad you said that totally mm-hmm. 
I just I, I don't want the end. I don't want because then it's like if you reach that, yeah, yeah. What else is there then? Like I don't want to have that mindset. Yep. I don't know if you're. you're it sounds like you're the same I way. Totally there. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we talked about that a little bit. Like we need those small goals, and then the the end picture changes as we mm-hmm. navigate through. I think we talked about that last. It's not a straight path to your, right. your picture of success, and your goal should always change. So I love that you said that. That's spot on. Yeah, and that's what because it's like a common question in interviews, yeah. right? If you go yeah. to a job. Yeah, yeah. And it's probably not the right answer that they're looking for. Where do you <laughs> see yourself in five years? I don't know, and I hope I don't know. You know, it's, that's essentially where, you know, because you, I always say, like, I want to keep pushing and keep going. I don't want that end result. Yeah. You know, like, for me, maybe some people are like, oh, you want a national show, or maybe you, it's maybe opening up more locations or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do in five years. Maybe I'm not doing this in five years. Maybe I'll find a different passion right. or something like that. I don't know. Something comes up. Yep, totally. So, But I'd be That's... curious to hear the drive and that from other people. Me too. Me too. Because I think everybody's different. I, mm-hmm. I, I hope everybody's different. Yeah, I, I believe they are, and I think the cool thing is we can all learn from them, right? I'm mm-hmm. almost looking at it as a, as a way to learn from from everybody that's listening right now and and who is going to participate in this mm-hmm. and, and get active with the Facebook or the reaching out to you is – we can take things. <clears throat> right. doesn't matter what uh, occupation you're in or field you're in. There's there's lessons in all of them that apply. So mm-hmm. that's where it's cool to me is what have, what have you done? I have some patients that um, we have those conversations. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have those conversations because even though it doesn't apply to chiropractic at all, it's it's the mindset and the, and the – uh, structure that's brought them to where they are the, mm-hmm. that thought process right so I, yeah we could learn a lot from that are you i i don't know if you're kind of like me but like i i i i like reading mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. i look for those books like the the grind you know yeah. motivation are you like one of those like i just got to find that like i'm looking for different ones that kind of like piques my interest yeah a little bit and i'm struggling to find some of those like yeah. you know i just i feel like they're hard ones to kind of find Yes, yeah, it's, a it's an bit. easy one to – those books are easy to be too – like over the top. Right, like, okay, yeah. You know, it doesn't relate to you. And right. it probably does to some people, but I, I've had some of those where it's like, not, uh, okay, I'm Yeah, because I'll get into it and I'm like, no, that, that's no, not for me, yeah. you know, sort of thing. That's yeah. where I – you know, so like you, you read those stories like from an author or something like that. And it's always kind of hard to – because I feel like they're – Almost selling like they're one way, but like we were yeah. just saying, there's so many, and that's where we want to hear from yeah. different people. Going back to your question earlier, motivating you, uh, probably to, to one of the biggest things to motivate me to open my own office was uh, Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that's mm. a real estate-based book uh, or series because he's got a few of them, but it's, he talks about the rat race. And I didn't want to read that in my first year of uh, chiropractic school, and I didn't want to be in the rat race. wanted to find my own path that got me out of that and found something that find something that I enjoy. So it's not a job. It's a career. Mm-hmm. Like you said, would that, would that, so you said it was a real estate book, but that can be used in different avenues, obviously, because totally. you're not in real estate. You're right. Chiropractor. Yep. yep. But to- that would be something like maybe for me to, to be able to Absolutely. read. Absolutely. I love those books. Mm-hmm. So, I, I've read, read, uh, two of the three main ones. Okay. There might be four main ones, but I've re- reread the, two of them and and just yeah it's just cool motivating looking at looking at opportunities differently looking at life differently and Mm -hmm. and recognizing opportunities when they come to you right so that you can take that step of acting on them right interesting so 
Uh, well, we're going to wrap up this pod here. Yep. Uh, but, again, Logan and I want to hear from anybody uh, out there. And the cool thing is, too, is you can leave us a voice message. we got a fancy thing here where you don't have to dial a number. It's in, the link's in the podcast description. So you just click it on your phone. You can record your voice, and it'll upload uh, and send it to us. So you want to tell if it's maybe easier to kind of tell that story that way. Or reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter or Instagram, whatever is easier. Mm-hmm. Or shoot us an email, too. But we're curious to hear your what drives you? I think that's kind of the theme of this, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This episode is uh, what kind of drives you currently or what has what did drive you to the point where you're at now? Yeah. Yeah. Where where are you? Mm-hmm. Where you come from? Where are you going? And, and what's bringing you on right. that journey? And I think, you know, if anybody's wondering, well, you know, what are these, what's the purpose of these conversations? And I think it's a lot just to, again, it kind of like, it shows that the stories of other people and where they're at at this point, I think is, it kind of, I, I keep going back to the word motivating. Yeah. And I yep. think it kind of circles back to always, well, what, you know, the drive and the passion, it goes back to motivation, mm-hmm. I think a little bit. And just hearing these stories and these chats with not only us, but other people too, I think is like maybe helping out other people or like for you. Yeah. And it, I think you mentioned too, getting ideas or kind of motivating you for, for your work too. And for me, mm-hmm. you know, at this point, like, I don't want to be just stand still and just like, you know, not trying new things or, you yeah. know, approaching different avenues. I mean, this is kind of new yeah, for, for both of us, Yeah, totally. you know, doing this kind of version of a pod. So yeah, it'll be interesting to hear from other people, I think at that point too. So, mm-hmm. well, Logan, I, if this is the last time we talk before, yeah, <laughs> you got any final words of wisdom <laughs> to, <laughs> to pass along to anybody? Oh boy! If you get, are you getting enough golfing before, beforehand? Yeah, no, I I missed golf last night. We had a a, a photo op for like pr- baby shoot. I don't know, mm-hmm. pregnant yep. shoot last night. So I missed golf last night. And it was a gorgeous day, but yeah, hopefully the boys did okay. So I'm golf is waning right yeah. now. I'm feeling it slip away a little bit, but we'll get there. We'll I get went. There. I I haven't gone yet, but I. Got to the driving range, so I'm That's making That's a step. I'm, I'm making steps yep. a little bit there. So, yep. but uh, we'll talk beforehand whether it's on a pod or not. But uh, for anybody you know listening, I'll say best of luck. To yeah, the, appreciate uh, it. Can't wait to see the picks too. <laughs> yes, sir. Do you know the name yet? Or are you keeping that on the surprise? We're keeping it on the surprise. I've been people that I'll tell you afterwards. But okay, I, there may be a listener that knows us, and I don't want right. to ruin it for. Gotcha. Them, but yeah. Totally. Good. Yeah, we did the same thing. We didn't say the name. Yeah. We knew it, but we weren't saying it. Yeah. So, yeah. well, uh, best of luck. And, uh, dude, I'm looking forward to doing uh, this series on here and hearing from other people and kind of going it's, down this path. Yeah. It's it's an exciting kind of a passion mm-hmm. that I think we both share here. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right, Logan. Appreciate it, buddy. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Dan. You're the man. That's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Big thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. A couple of quick reminders for you. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the Man Cave Podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can leave us a voice message, whether it's a comment, analysis, or a question for a question and answer segment. Just get that link in the podcast description. Also, don't forget to rate and review the podcast if you haven't done so already. 
This helps other people find the Man Cave Podcast. And be a friend and tell a friend about the Man Cave Podcast. Until the next episode, I'm Dan Casper, and thank you for listening to the Man Cave Podcast.